Several weeks ago, I received some insight on Thou shalt have no other gods before me. And it was like an expansion of that information. It was like, don't bring other gods before me. I know there are many things I avoid. Many movies that I avoid. There's a World War II movie with Spencer Tracy where he apparently died as an airman and he's now watching over the people who are living on Earth. I won't watch that movie. There is a Broadway musical, Carousel, which has some of the most gorgeous music in it that has ever been written, Rodgers and Hammerstein. I won't watch that movie because the basic theme is a young man is killed and he's watching over his living daughter on Earth. So there are just certain things I won't watch. Not bringing it before God. And I'm reminded of this scripture. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. 1 Corinthians three sixteen seventeen. In Judges chapter 2, verse 12, And they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which brought them out of the land of Egypt, and followed other gods. Of the gods of the people that were round about them, and bowed themselves unto them, and provoked the Lord to anger. A teacher of a Bible class from the church I once attended always said to us, Don't look into other religions to see what they are doing. Study the Bible, and when someone comes to you with wrong doctrine, you will recognize that wrong doctrine. Here is an example of that. One day, the Holy Spirit said to me over and over these words, In the air, in the air, in the air. I knew that was a scripture. It's in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. And it's in verse 16 and 17. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord.
At that time, I was acquainted with a man who was some religion like Jehovah Witness or Seventh-day Adventist. I don't know which. But I do know that the doctrine that he was trying to bring to me was that Jesus would establish his kingdom on this present earth. That will not happen. We will be taken in the air and be taken with the resurrected dead in Christ to the new heaven and the new earth described in Revelation 21. So I was protected by being given by the Holy Spirit this one little bit of information to add to everything else that I had in the air, which when I looked it up, I found it was a description that we were taken into the air along with the dead in Christ and would be taken to the new heaven and the new earth. We do know by Second Peter chapter 3, after the great tribulation is completed, this heaven and earth will be destroyed by fire. The things will be totally dissolved. It won't, will not be here anymore. Revelation 21 tells us that. God gave the Apostle John a vision to show him what would happen. In verse 1, John says, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great noise out of heaven, saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain. For the former things are passed away. There'll be no more death. We won't have these physical bodies in heaven. We will be a spirit created as God is a spirit. As we were born on the earth, we were created in the image of our natural parents in the flesh. But when we are taken out of this human body, we'll be a spirit like God. You can read that in 1 Corinthians 15 if you start around verse 48 and go through about verse 50. Paul explains this. So verse 4, once again, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and 
There shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. Concerning God destroying the heaven and the earth by fire, look at Second Peter chapter 3. Start at verse 10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with a fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him when he returns in peace without spot and blameless. You will have to connect to God continually to be in peace without spot and blameless. Look at First Timothy 4, 1. This is a warning to all of us. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. They simply bring thoughts to your mind, and eventually you get to believing those thoughts unless you take the Bible and prove the thought wrong and walk away from the thought. But if you take that thought in enough times, you'll depart from the Bible. You think, I'll never depart from the Bible. I fight all the time because thoughts are brought to me that are wrong. But you take them captive by hearing from God, receiving a scripture usually, and it puts to death that thought the devil has brought to you, and it establishes truth, and you focus on the truth. Let's look at one more scripture today. It's the one that shows we will not have these physical bodies in heaven. Please turn to 1 Corinthians 15, and we'll start at approximately verse 48. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. 
and as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Verse 51. Behold, I show you a mystery, says Paul. We shall not all sleep. We shall not all die. But we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead in Christ shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Blink your eyes. That's how fast you'll be removed from this earth if you're still living on this earth at the time Jesus comes. You won't have time to say anything. You'll be taken out of the body instantly, and your spirit will be raised to meet the resurrected dead in heaven with Jesus. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today. Now we are going to play for you a composition entitled Capriccio Italian by Tchaikovsky. Sir Adrian Bolt conducts the London Philharmonic Capriccio Italian. Wonderful orchestration of use of different instruments in this composition. <laughs> 